Hey friends, thank you for joining us for our first episode of Focus Fireside. In this new series, I'll be sitting down with Focus Lab team members to learn more about their roles, their perspectives on branding, and important lessons they've learned along the way. I'm Janina Ramirez, the Business Development Manager here at Focus Lab, and today I'm joined by one of our brand strategists, the perpetually thoughtful Haley Bridges. Hope you enjoy. Haley, welcome to Focus Fireside. I am so ready to geek out on all things brand strategy with you today. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to be here. This is like the highlight of my week, my life, everything. Thank you for having me. So much pressure. And I love everything about that. I'm like, (laughs) yes. Um, I am particularly excited to dive into your role here at Focus Lab today, which is brand strategist for those who don't know. In fact, you led the brand strategy during the Focus Lab rebrand that launched this past April, which we will be diving into later. And I feel like brand strategy is one of those fields that can mean many different things depending on who you talk to. So I really wanted us to have the opportunity today to dive into it and really chat about what it means to Focus Lab. So I'd love to start with asking that question, what exactly is brand strategy? Yeah, awesome, thank you. Brand strategy for us at Focus Lab is our method of creating a direction of where to go next for for a brand. So it's all of the research um, and evaluation that we do to create um, a really solid foundation and a roadmap that then can be made actionable through communications and through visual design. So it's all about really unearthing identity, attributes, strengths of a company, of an organization, really diving deep into who is best suited to appeal to an organization, um, what that audience is and what their motivations and pain points are, and then looking for really what is special about them? What is going to be the distinguishing factor that um, really sets them apart among any other B2B tech companies specifically for us? So it's kind of the blueprint, or sometimes we say like, it's how the sausage gets made. It's all of that work up front (laughs) that, (laughs) that, you know, gives us a reason for the decisions that we're making. I think that makes a ton of sense. Having having rationale before we really dive into visual identity work, communications work makes such a huge difference, right? Especially with logistics, staying on timelines with the final deliverables, like making sure that we are really delivering results that are going to generate real results and actually make for change. Right. Right. So I can see why that's insanely important and why we value it so much. Right. Right, right. Because I mean, it, it's not enough to be different just for the sake of being different these days. It, it's got to be from within, it's got to be purposeful, and it has to be true. So strategy helps us get there. Oh, I really love that being true. I think we've chatted a lot about that internally, that your audience can always really sniff out when you're not being authentic, when you're just being bold for the sake of being bold or when you're just kind of, like you said, 
trying to be different for the sake of being different in order to differentiate in a crowded market. But brand strategy allows us to really pinpoint how you're different, but authentically actually speaking true to you. So that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it's that beautiful, like social art thing of figuring out like really who a company is and how it can authentically express that in the world. How can brand be kind of a vessel or a gateway into all that a company offers and strategy is the, it's all of the thinking and problem solving and considerations that companies should be thinking about when they are considering who they're best suited for positioned to uh, market to and you know what their what their competitive landscape looks like that's great so we've kind of talked a bit about what brand strategy is i think on the flip yeah. side what what is brand strategy not like I think a lot of times, like we said, like people assume brand strategy can mean a variety of different things. So what is it not? Yes. Brand strategy is not business strategy. So it, it is not going to, it's not going to answer those questions necessarily. It's not market research. It's again, very internal based and it's not marketing at large. It's not going to create campaigns or, or be the marketing arm of a business. It's, it's much more um, foundational than that. It comes before that. Right. I think the metaphor to blueprint is great, right? Like that yeah, really yeah. Kind of speaks to what that is. Yeah. And I will say, so a lot of times the work that we do in brand strategy informs marketing or informs business strategy. And there's a lot yeah. of power in that and seeing the, the strength of those two things being aligned and coming together, but it's not its sole purpose. But, but definitely when we are looking at an example, like when we're looking at brand architecture and, and really defining how a brand's portfolio works together and is cohesive and builds strength through, through that foundation, that can sometimes answer questions about how do these internal teams communicate between things like domains or things like internal offices or those, those pieces that are outside of brand strategy, but definitely, you know, there's power in those things working together. That's great. So I'm going to shift gears here a second. I'd love to kind of chat about the Focus Lab rebrand. I think, I mean, I already alluded to it and launched this past April. I think when people hear about a brand agency rebranding, there's a lot of assumptions, right, on how that goes, or people are kind of curious as to what the process looked like. Like, did we actually follow our own process? And I'd love to kind of dive into that a bit today because obviously you were really involved in that. And I think it would surprise a lot of people to know that we, when rebranding Focus Lab, we took our own medicine. We followed the process that we put all of our clients through from beginning to end. In this case, the clients were actually the partners and that was really exciting. So, or, you know, the partners, founders of this company got to go through this process as if they were the client and you were really spearheading the beginning of this project, being the brand strategist. So my first question there is how did it feel to work on the focus lab rebrand? Uh, amazing. Intimidating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no pressure. Um, 
yeah, like, um, so fulfilling. I think that it is still like such a standout time in my professional life, but also like just as a person, like as an employee of Focus Lab, getting to see really reflect on the last 10 years, hearing from the partners on the future and getting to be part of those conversations, having um, having a kind of a, a role in where it goes next. I mean, you can't ask for more. I mean, the, that whole process and, and doing it in 2020 too, like that whole yeah. process was just uh, so thoughtful and you're absolutely right. We, <laughs> the partners filled out the homework that we typically send to clients before a project kickoff. They had deadlines, we had meetings, we had like agendas, everything was just like we do with any other client. And that helped us um, not only stay true to our strengths and what our process is and, and things that we know work well in the branding world, but it also helped us get really honest feedback on where we could improve as an agency. So that was, that was really, really cool to be part of as well. Yeah. I think that was the most illuminating as someone who wasn't on the brand team. Right. But just, Mm -hmm. I feel like we learned so much about ourselves through this process, which we tell our clients all the time. Right. But for us to really go through it at that point in 2020, which was such a tumultuous year for, I mean, the world and to really Mm -hmm. take the time to kind of peel back the curtain, have those deep conversations, allow us to really go through this process that we believe so much in. I think it just, it definitely allowed us to realize not only where we want to be in this moment, but where we want to go in the future, which is something, you know, that we really talk about in brand strategy too. So in the context of the Focus Lab rebrand, how did your strategy work? affect the brand outcomes? So when we were embarking on the brand project for Focus Lab, during brand strategy, we had a lot of really tough conversations with leadership and with the partners around this desire for focus and this desire for strategic clarity around what we're good at, what we're best at, but also things that we don't do like market research, like marketing, and why we feel so strongly that we don't want to offer those services. And so a lot of that, like we were talking about, some of that business strategy stuff was happening at the same time. We were getting really clear about the audience we wanted to serve, this B2B tech. We were letting go of some services that no longer served that trajectory. And because we were doing all of that at the same time, we were really able to distill kind of these superpowers that Focus Lab had inside of it that we weren't articulating um, to the world. So being able to really align the work that we do, so our portfolio, our process that's so ingrained in in our everyday and the people that are here and that all of those things together is what makes Focus Lab what it is and and is really 
our greatest treasure, like our greatest strength as a company and, and as an agency among many. We are different and we weren't clearly telling the world that. So being able to go through all of that research and evaluation and be authentically us is how we were able to then reach conclusions about how we want to communicate. We really wanted to be um, thought leaders. We really wanted to lean into this um, esteemed peer network that we have. And yeah. that was really apparent the way that we started talking about ourselves and talking about how much brand matters. We weren't doing that before, at least not consistently. So that was a brand outcome that has been maybe the coolest, like just feeling, <laughs> I mean, just feeling like, man, we are, we have such a sense of self and such an assurance among the way that we convey our personality. I don't know. It's just, that part has been really, really cool. And then on the visual side, that's really what informed this idea of the collage style that you see a lot in yeah. our visual language, this idea of being process oriented and really deeply focused on outcomes and showing our expertise in a way that wasn't, wasn't showing up before in the brand. And that's along with the colors that you see that, that before we didn't have, we really wanted to support the red that we were kind of all fond of, but with some uh, grounding and some polish and syrups were a big deal. The, the custom typeface that was created out of, out of the identity was, was something really special too, that, that all felt like we were, our insides and outsides started to match. I love that. I think a lot of what you're saying too, is just a lot of the work really allowed us to kind of celebrate our differences and who we are and really give us the tools to do that in a variety of ways. Right. Like we always knew internally that we were different as an agency on a variety of levels, be it the team culture or process. But I think the rebrand really allowed us to say that more clearly to the world. And as a result, I mean, I can speak to this because I speak to a lot of people for the first time, a lot of our clients for the first time, I'm that first touch point. It's definitely brought a whole new host of people to focus lab because they are excited by what they see and they want to be a part of that. And they are excited by the work that we could do together because they want the same thing. I also think that there is a lot of power in specificity. I think that, um, having a clear brand that our whole team was really, like you said, celebrating and aligned with and so stoked for has just bred this confidence and this yeah. clarity of purpose for all of us. And it has been this huge runway for us that now this year, I mean, I can't believe it was just a year ago where we didn't have all of these touch points and all of these mechanisms to be able to share who we are. And the new brand in a lot of ways was a catalyst for that. For sure. I mean, I think we've always had a great internal culture, but I think this really allowed us to thrive. And it's also, I think confidence is a great word 
like it does, like, I don't think people really realize that a rebrand does give so much for your internal team to rally behind and be proud of people. Like we're always proud of the work that we do, but now it's even more like, we're so proud of what we stand for, the values that we have, what we believe in as a company, the impact that we're making on other people's lives. And that's a huge component of that. So, right. And that's hard to measure. Mm, That's true too. Yeah. It's intangible, that stuff. Yeah. And I think the more and more we see so many um, brands that one of their goals is to strengthen their employer brand and Mm -hmm. really be able to hold on to the employees that make their company what it is and don't discount the power that brand has to be able to do that, to be able to really bring people together, not just your external audience, but the people that you work with every single day, the people that make your company what it is. Absolutely. This, this type of project has as much of an impact internally as it does externally. And it'll be felt for years to come. I mean, again, we can really speak to that just ourselves. Was there any particular part of the Focus Lab rebrand that was challenging for you from a strategist perspective? We had to make hard decisions in strategy. And so I'm always going to, I think, be on the side of like the challenges are worth it, right? Like the <laughs> the hard stuff leads to the stuff that you remember and that you value and that becomes For kind sure. of marquee. But there were a lot of hard decisions around how we really needed to amplify our work and our expertise and how we could do that without downgrading what got us to where we are. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like we really needed to put our portfolio and our work front and center because we knew that it was part of what brought people to us and attracted people to the brand, but we didn't want to do that if it meant we had to show less of our people or our personality or our friendliness and that stuff that also felt so important. So it definitely was like a week to week and maybe even day by day check-in of like, are we staying true to the last 10 years while still positioning ourselves for the future? Um, And like I said, that was the, like the best part, but also definitely (laughs) felt like a challenge. A rebrand is always going to involve tough conversations and those hard decisions because getting to that point where you're growing into your truest self always comes with growing pains, right? If not, did you do it right? You know? Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. And, and for sure, we always say that like the most challenging projects always seem like they're the most fruitful always seem like they're the most rewarding because you get to be really honest and pull yourself apart and like put yourself back together. Like it's all of that really personal, but uh, life-giving work that comes from analyzing yourself and giving yourself the room to grow while also honoring today. Yeah. And I think a lot of what you mentioned too is 
something where we do differentiate a bit, or at least when we're talking with our clients, I think as an agency and especially in brand strategy too, I think we particularly fall right square in the almost like left and right brain. Like we believe that branding is right in the middle of an art and a science. I think we tackle it a lot that way. And I think there can be a preconception that it's either entirely an emotional exercise or it's entirely about data, but we are big believers that it kind of falls right in the center. It's a melding of both. And a lot of times having these deep conversations around, you know, who you are, your authentic self as a business, where you want to go then has major impacts in attracting your audience actually speaking to them in a way that they resonate with, as opposed to just kind of speaking to them and it bouncing right off. Right. And I feel like that is the other big part of this process and strategy that people don't realize. Like we definitely have conversations that land right in the center. It's never one, it's never fully one way or the other. Cause I think people are not fully, you know, we're not fully emotional beings. We're not fully logical beings. We kind of fall right smack in the center and that's how we tackle this. You nailed it. Yeah. I was just about to add that if, if brand truly is about identity, identity is both. If we're doing our jobs, right. Both of those things are part and parcel. I mean, they're equal and they, there is a left and a right brain to brands. You've got to have, you know, we, we talk all the time about differentiators. Like there are a lot of table stakes or cost of entry and one of our jobs and one of our goals of brand strategy is to find those psychographic and emotional components to a brand and make those, make those matter. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit again, because I'd love okay. to kind of ask you questions a bit about you. The first one really being, what do you love most about your role as a brand strategist? I naturally am really inquisitive and really curious about everything, but just the world, about people, about what connects us, about society, all of that I think is just natural in me. But my favorite part is when we're able to witness clients have epiphanies about themselves that they they wouldn't have necessarily been able to find without us being able to ask questions in a way that causes reflection and excitement and opens up a new world and and potential for them that they didn't realize they already had kind of locked away or tucked away is the coolest it never gets old i'll shout it from the rooftops anytime that like strategy is the the guide that helps you see yourself. And that's my favorite part. I think that's the, you hit the nail on the head. I feel like you are the guide through, through these, like through this initial part of the journey. And I think so much is learned in those initial weeks of strategy that that has to feel incredibly exciting, powering, special, humbling, Everything. Yeah. And it's amazing to arrive at the start of brand identity, whether it's visual or verbal, with this well of opportunities that you didn't know you had. And not only that, but you have it 
to look back to when you're making decisions. It helps you make decisions because you've done all the work up front. So being able to look back at strategy and say, oh, that's why I feel confident to move forward now. Yeah. I think you do a really great job in particular of highlighting to people that every challenge is just an opportunity in disguise, right? Like if you really look at it that way, like I think so many people can get nervous or overwhelmed, but in truth, that's what you uncover a lot. Like you spend those few weeks narrowing in and understanding the challenges and then highlighting those opportunities, right? Cause one yields the other. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. It is very much the optimist in me. And it also is all of the attention that is put on a company, their goals, what they want to look like, where they're headed. Um, You can't help but be inspired when you get to know the brands in the way that I get to do. Yeah, that's pretty great. I mean, yeah, not going to deny that. So (laughs) on that on that vein, like you've mentioned things about yourself that you think make you a good strategist or they're a part of why you love your role. Do you have any other thoughts on what makes a good brand strategist? Yes. And these are some things that I like continue to develop in myself, as well as things that I think just add value. Listening, active listening is huge for a strategist. Being able to take sometimes overwhelming amounts of information and create action out of it, do something with it, distill it so that it's understandable, it's clear and you know it's directive and being able to be critical of your own work, I think is also something that is just a constant, how can this be better? What's missing? What stone has not been unturned yet? not getting deterred by any of that. Yeah, that's important. You have to be someone who kind of keeps wanting to search and see if there's another opportunity hidden amidst everything. Yeah. I always say, uh, I could have been an archeologist. (laughs) (laughs) Was that after you saw Indiana Jones? That was what I thought after I saw Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't have your skills though. So I'm pretty sure it would have lasted a week. I think that's actually really generous. I feel like it would have lasted maybe a day. I don't have that level of, uh, I don't have that level of attention span. I'd be like, wow, this is a lot of stuff to sift through. Cool. Next. (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) Oh, in another life, Haley. Haley, the archaeologist. This has been an incredible conversation. I've really enjoyed chatting brand strategy with you. Before we sign off today, I'd love to kind of ask one last question, a piece of advice to kind of leave with our listeners. And that is, is there any advice you'd like to share to anyone embarking on a rebrand, thinking about this, starting this journey, anything that you'd love to share? I think for me, it always comes back to getting really clear with your why. Why do you feel like a rebrand is what you need? What's missing? Identifying what goals you have and just doing all of that upfront work to 
create a culture of transparency and trust with who you're working with so that it becomes everything that it can be. Really being honest and clear at the start with the challenges and the hangups and just bringing that, I think is really important. I think that's great advice, Haley. <laughs> I mean, man, it has been a great chat today. I cannot wait to see what incredible work you continue to put out. I mean, I get to see it. So it's, it's pretty amazing week after week, but thank you for taking the time. It's been a real pleasure. Likewise, Janina, I love getting to hang out with you. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Till next time. Till next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe to never miss an episode. To stay up to date on the latest from Focus Lab, follow us on social media at Focus Lab LLC and subscribe to our newsletter on our website, focuslab.agency. Thank you for listening.